0: Free shots, challenge accepted. Hey, all right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Four Transplants and a Microphone. So, hey, we're here to talk a lot about Charlotte, anything related to Charlotte. And if you're thinking of moving here or you've recently moved here and want to learn a little bit more about what we love about Charlotte, then this is the uh, podcast for you guys. We're gonna talk a little bit about what led us, you know, we're all small business owners, right? right? So what led us to this path, whether you worked corporately or worked for another small business, whatever it happened to be, how did we land on this utopia of the simpleness of a small business with no challenges? And uh, none, yeah, none whatsoever what uh, business. Do
1: you work? <laughs>
2: I actually want someone I used to work for, he had a sign. It said owning a small business is something the equivalent of like being pregnant, like both of them are this great
1: experience. So, so we're all entrepreneurs, right? It's, we all left something to do this, and we all left something to do this in Charlotte. Maybe not specifically, but obviously we are a Charlotte podcast, so there's a lot of yeah. benefits to doing this in Charlotte. So, why well, did we why did we leave the last place?
0: But well, and I think it's also kind of cool because like we're not all in the same phase of life, too. So like the reasoning may be somewhat similar, but the timing may be entirely different. You know, I mean, Jack may have said, you know, I want to leave the cold because. I want to ride down where people like, can go out nine months of the year. I don't want to be judged yeah. for
2: my unicorn scooter helmet.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: It'll make more sense when I'm actually riding
0: a scooter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah not just in my <laughs> car with a helmet on. Yeah. But, but anyway, so, okay, so you were starting, Jack. So what got you, What? why did you cut ties after six months in the corporate world? <laughs> so I spent. Jack was uh, still a zygote at the time. <laughs>
1: I spent a fair amount of time in the corporate world for for my work experience at this point, and I percentage-wise, I, percentage-wise, exactly. I'm throwing data at you. Thank you, I, and I appreciate that. Right. Yes, that's some all good three analysis. weeks. Yep. Yeah. So I interned at the same company for two years, and then I worked full time at it. I went through a leadership development program, which a lot of companies have now. A lot of yeah. Fortune 500, bigger companies have now, and I had a great experience. And I was um, kind of the the guinea pig for a certain track within the uh, leadership development program so I, I I had to test out a lot of things and they gave me way too much experience for a 22 23 year old person right out of college and I got to manage relationships and run the company's intern program and do all this other analytics stuff and I was like this is all great I love this blah 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 and then I graduated quote unquote from the leadership program and I was like all right cool now I pick my job for the next three to five years and that's what they were telling me and I was like all right I don't that seems way too long. I haven't even been in the corporate world for three to five
3: years yet.
0: This is why millennials suck, by the way. Well, but they have to tell like so they have to tell people like Russell three to five years to set expectations. You can still do it in two. That's true. I would have done it in 2 You're not wrong.
3: No, yeah. um, three, three to five years. I'm like, are you kidding me? Have have you met, have you talked to my previous employers? There's going to be some kind of HR problem within six months.
0: Clearly, we'll already be in the exit phase at that right. point. Right. Yeah, this
3: is a, definitely an under promise situation.
1: Yeah flight to Vegas <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, from LA to Vegas <laughs> I was in that situation and I was like all right well I really like the work that I've done I really like building relationships forming relationships and managing them and I really like doing the analytics stuff but and I was in the insurance industry. I just didn't like insurance I like the people and like I can, right I could second that right <laughs> <laughs> It just it By the way in Connecticut there's
3: literally no other industry
1: yeah it's uh, and I was in Hartford too which is yeah. literally the insurance capital yeah. of the world yeah which is insane yeah and so I was like all right then I moved down to Charlotte and that was more for personal reasons than for business reasons and I started this business essentially in Charlotte and I was like holy crap this is way much funner there's way more other small businesses I can do all these other good things And I listed it like 15 reasons in a pro con type of list there was like one con, yeah. steady income, and then everything else was pros.
3: And Jack had gotten a uh, pineapple helmet to go along with the scooter, so, you know.
1: have stickers, the... go to our website. Well, <laughs> I'm not selling otherwise. on the website, just contact
0: me. Yeah. Well, he's, and you, he's, he's got merch. <laughs> I got, got merch. It's, it's funny because, like, you're, you, you would appreciate this from the analytical perspective, but when... Go on. But go I'll, on. I'll start with, like, towards, <laughs> like, the end, but, like, when I was assessing my options, I created here's a list of the potential options I've got, here's a list of my criteria across the top, and then I gave each one a correlating score, Nice. then summed them up at the bottom, and then I weighted some of the categories by what may have had more importance. Smart. Weighted average, much clearer. Right. Yep. Well, it, and the only reason I say that is like everybody has their process of making decisions, and yeah. I didn't have like one clear option that I was pursuing, but in the end, like you just said, I got to the point where I couldn't, even though there's one that everybody thinks is the most important, which is, the financial side right. and the, the risk that goes with that. In the end, it was like all the other ones were more about like happiness and lifestyle and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it's mm-hmm. like when you added up the scores, it's like, well, crap. owning my own business one again. Let me reweight this thing. You know, like I yep. kept trying to prove it out other way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'm. Let me just go back and find a VP of sales role. That'll just be easier. You know. Right. But yeah, and, so it w- and it would be easier. It, which is the true? And it would part. have been the same. Right. It would have been di- I mean, different, logo. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. different logo. Yeah, different logo. Yeah,
3: I was in an event last yesterday, actually. Last yesterday. Last yesterday. And you had one more thing.
0: No, I was going to say, why don't you just then follow in, in what's your kind of path? What's well, it's your story, Rob? So.
3: When we moved here in 2010, everybody knows what was going on in 2010, and everybody was in limbo in commercial real estate. I mean, there were no deals being done. There was nothing happening. I was supposed to go to work for my old firm that I worked for in New York, and something happened. When I had already lived here, when I had already moved here, I already had keys to the office. they're like, yeah, we no longer have a position available for you. So I'm like, all right, this is kind of insane. I moved all the way across the country. And luckily, I had deals on the West Coast that would pay the bills. but. I basically no longer had a job. So I went to interview with a lot of different firms and everybody's in limbo. So it was October and people were like, yeah, get back to us in May. And maybe we'll have something by then. I'm like, you know, after the fourth conversation like that, I'm like, you know, what? I'm done. I'm I'm going home and I talked to my wife. I'm like, I think it's time to start my own firm. And she's like, yeah, it's about time. So she was totally on board. And like I said, it helped that I had a huge deal in Los Angeles. And then the Zappos.com headquarters deal kind of fell in my lap so that helped obviously to, to have a two-year ramp yeah it's to not bad get things right started but I was at an event yesterday and I was thinking about like all the opportunities that I didn't take because I did have my own firm and how much I probably could have uh, like accrued them into pretty huge opportunities at this point but I didn't and you know at the end of the day I you know I. I set my own schedule. I work as hard or as not hard as I want. And, you know, yeah. and it's a lot more satisfying. It's
1: it's the old, I'd rather work 80 hours for myself than 40 hours for somebody else. Yeah. 100%. And, or
0: and even better, f- just work 25 hours no, for yourself. 20. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm still trying to grow, John.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, he's still young. So, I mean, yeah, I'm at a point right now where I could probably call it a year, but, but the problem is that I have to do all the networking for the next
0: six months so that I can also call it a day
3: by June next year. And what
0: you're pointing to, Russell, is actually the the same problem every small business owner has is the pipeline isn't endless because the resource that you're normally using is not money. Like if it were, I could just buy this, you Mm -hmm. wouldn't worry about it running out. You just keep throwing money at it, but it takes your time. Yep, it's time. And Time. time is the one resource that you're trying to start a small business to protect. Yeah. Usually, I mean, most people aren't starting a small business because they think it's their way to get rich. It, if it happens, great. Mm-hmm. But most people start it because I want to control my time.
3: And you wind yeah. up, it's the yeah. one thing. And honestly, it's the one thing. It's the most important thing. People don't realize it that you can't make more time. You can make more money. You can't make more time. Well, We're all gonna die someday. And,
0: and you, you We've know, only got
3: a finite amount.
0: You and I have discussed this, like relative, not just to your business, but just business in general, and. Mm. That becomes the lever is when I get to the point where I don't want to invest my time but it requires time right then you hire somebody to do it yeah you have to yeah yep but well so
3: the attention you do get to a point where especially me I mean the the other uh, Brandon might be the one exception but Brian and and Jack are they like people I don't like people so like for me to go out networking is actually something that i have to motivate myself to do whereas they like like people brian and jack actually like each other (laughs) Brian and
0: i like people jack just doesn't want to upset people you remember we had this whole uh, any agreement episode that is scarily accurate i'm a people pleaser
1: and i hate everybody equally which means i can like everybody and and I'm wow. just. I it's like to be work. around people, people,
0: but that. I don't have to always agree with them. Like I, I don't mind pissing somebody off and or them being that way with me. I'm okay right. in that. We could sit here the whole time and you'd be like, "What a jerk!" Do you want another drink? <laughs> you know, like that would be out of the are conversation. You, are, you, are you reading my mind, right? Now? Are you reading my mind? <laughs> Get out of my head. Get out. Seriously. But no, it was unfair people. to ask Jack this question because Jack has only been in his business for a short period of time, and even that, like your history before that, wasn't as long. So you're eventually going to wash out the comparison because you'll have five times as much time in your own business than you did in somebody else's. Right, ideally. But what, looking back, like Russell, where do you, like, where did you hit that point where it went from, I don't want to say concern, but it went from, I'm figuring this out to like, okay, this is my, this is what I'm doing from now on. Well, it's, okay, so the last firm I worked for was, I, I won't
3: name them, but a large global firm. And the two guys running the office, I was the number one guy in the office. And it, instead of them, you're the number one guy at this table, too. I am. Yeah. I am. In my own mind, By I'm what the metric? Metric, <laughs> always the number one guy. was no, <laughs> one guy. Uh, here. Yeah, yeah. Depends on, you're not supposed to use number What that finger for number one. It's European number yeah. one. <laughs> it's a European number one. It's like a German three with a thumb, <laughs> but just Trick number one. When European <laughs> smoke with the cigarette in the other way. Yeah, same thing. No, I was the top producer in the office. And instead of them, like, helping me to continue to be the top producer or or helping me with other resources it became a threat to them right Mm -hmm. and so it became like how do we impede or reach in my pocket and take my deals and stuff like that so there was sort of like the the seeds of of me wanting to just do my own thing were, were already sown at that point so when we moved here and it became an issue of um you know economic reality I, I already was sort of halfway out the door anyways, and I, even though it's very challenging at times, especially in commercial real estate, to have my own firm and have the size that I am at competing against the, the, the global firms, I wish I had done it when I lived in LA. I wish I had done yeah. it four years prior. So, so
1: that's what I was going to ask, and Brandon's up next as to why he left his previous thing, but real quick, one word answer are you happier now that you left whatever you were doing before and you're now running your own company okay. yes easy four, four. All,
0: all six of us said yes
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> right and yes again make it yeah. seven brandon
2: so i worked for small companies so i worked in construction where it was you know five people i worked in i worked at lowe's i worked at union pacific so i've worked in big companies i've worked in small companies okay. Small companies are cool because you know the owner and, you know, it's more of a family. Big companies, there's more resources, but there's a lot of limitations. For all the things that you can do, there's a lot of... To me, there was a lot of limitations to what mm. you could be. Because mm. you either had to know the right person or suck up to the right person or whatever the case may be. I just... Big companies weren't for me. They just very... Well, I guess that's my seven personality. The rules are for everybody else. I just corporations are not for me like there's just too structured to everything about them no nope. willy-nilly <laughs> but there's no room for innovation there's no room for anything it's right like, psh, you just keep going down the same road for 20 years and then you die
3: and that's just <laughs> right i that yeah. just that the thought it's of weird that just, that's the hr motto for most corporations <laughs> yeah, it feels
2: like it i mean you just literally come die with us <laughs> yeah yeah it just it's just i just i could not see myself I remember the first time I sat in a cubicle and I thought, oh my God, how the hell am I going to... I would not even think I was going to make it four hours. <laughs> it was just like, I'm literally staring at the same four walls for like hours. I'm like, oh my God, I cannot do this. So it just, it didn't fit. I enjoyed the smaller companies where, you know, you're out, especially being in IT and construction, you just were out. You know, you were inside, outside. I liked that. And then I left Lowe's for the kind of that family balance. Yep. Um, we had just had a kid and I remember distinctly, it was everyone's at the Super Bowl and I'm working, mm. sitting on Super Bowl Sunday.
0: And nobody's coming in the store because Super Bowl Sunday. Just because we have to be open. It's <laughs> right. like, mm. this is stupid. In case that one person needs a two by four. Right, right. and it's just, it was,
2: I mean, I was in management and it just, I don't know. I just didn't like it. I was at that point, it just hit me. I was like, this is, I'm wasting my life here. And everybody, I'm not going to be able to spend time with my family. And that's just the way it is because that's the way they structure it. Right. I remember having conversations with the district manager going, you cannot schedule people off when they want it. What? He came in with this college schedule. Why wouldn't I accommodate that if I have people for it? Well, because they need to understand that you, they have to come in when you tell them to come in. We don't care what their schedule
0: is. I'm like, he's going to college. He doesn't care to work here forever. Well, of course. And that's exactly what I said. And that that was kind
2: of the end of it. And I was just like, I'm done with this. And the kind of final straw is I was working for a company and really good friends with the owner. He actually helped us start this IT company. Right. Yeah. And he sold his company. And had I kept working for that company and not started the IT company, I'd lost my job like four days before Christmas. Wow. Merry Christmas wow. and I just thought you know what at least if I own my own company I know if it's coming right yeah mm-hmm. you know if things are going wrong you know if you can survive you know and it's just that I guess I call it stability or instability but at least knowing where you stand and having that fate in your hands that was kind of the drop being yeah owning your own business I,
1: that's probably the most impactful story kudos to you but kudos to all of us like it's, yeah. I just don't That'd like... Very cool. Yeah, I just
2: don't like having... I like to be the kind of my own fate. Like that's. I've never been dependent on other people, and I don't like it. Right. So depending on someone to tell me if I have a job tomorrow or not, I just, I
1: don't know. I didn't... If I mess up, I'm willing to take it. Right. If somebody else messes up, I'm not willing to take
2: it. Yeah, because some jackass... Just drove the company in the He's wrong direction. sitting
0: right here.
1: <laughs> no. It's
0: Mr. Jackass. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not Jack in
2: quotes. <laughs> you know, so that that's kind of the driving factor. Yeah. Like I said, I've worked small and corporate, and I just, like I said, they have their pros and cons, each of them, but... You guys put way more thought into starting a company than I did. I was like, <laughs> let's do this.
3: <laughs> I mean, honestly, I that's, result, that's though, kind you of know? where I was. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. and I can't do stupid people anymore. I mean, I was interviewing with guys that were like the, the Charlotte market. I had just moved from L.A. I, you know, I'd moved from New York. I represent. I, I was very lucky in the fact that I represented some of the largest corporations on earth. And I knew what I was doing. And I was talking to these guys. And they're like. Oh, yeah, well, you know, you, you'd you be like third, you know, seat. And I'm like, why? Why would I be third seat to you two, jackasses? You don't really know what the hell you're talking about. You've never worked anywhere other than Charlotte North Carolina. So I was like, screw it, I'm just going to go do it. And, yeah, I mean, do I miss big deals? Yeah, I do. I, I found out that my old client, Netflix, did 400,000-square-foot deal in Los Angeles four years after I left. You have a $4 million fee. Did that hurt a little bit? Yeah, but like I no longer live in Los Angeles, and I'm so much happier not living right. in LA.
2: Well, yeah. I think who so. <clears throat> was talking about that? It, it was basically the uh, having that big. Oh, it was somebody talking about they were in the mortgage business, mm-hmm. and they said it's almost like an addiction where you get addicted to that, you know, gratification of that right. big ass paycheck. Right. And but it like eats, like it literally eats you. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's not a good business to be in right and you know it's you can, you can never finish feeding it's always got to be more and more mm-hmm. and uh, Yeah, I just I mean, I don't get that but
1: I, I just I can't be in a business. that's kind of geared that way. And that's the thing. It's it, this is a, a Song quote that I'm gonna steal from a friend and it's doesn't take a genius to be acting in a tie and you yeah. can get the greatest paycheck you'll ever get, but you might not be happy.
0: Yeah. Well, right. I'm sure that's probably a sentiment that most people have. Right. Yeah. I mean, when they remove the paycheck, then they realize I wasn't that dependent on that for happiness. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. Because happiness is, there's a lot of things that go into right. that.
2: I thought you were going to go, you got to be tough if you're going to be stupid. i going to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> there's that. Yeah. I also have friends in low places, I'm too. I'm <laughs>
3: just lucky I guess yeah no it's true it's I mean there was such an illusion especially in commercial real estate in Los Angeles there were such there's so many guys that really were amazing at the illusion did they were they really good at their job no but they were amazing at the illusion
1: and some people love it some people like I, I have a, a friend back in Connecticut who his favorite thing in the world is his cubicle Kudos. I, Keep
0: doing it then. I see more of the people that that love it. Maybe this is from my perspective is they love getting upgraded on a plane. They love going through check. Right. They right. love somebody telling them, you're special. You get to go over there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's a perk of a lot of the corporate life is that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I, I mean, I get it. I, I, and I've met people like uh, there was a lady that stands out in my head. She had the same thing for lunch, because she knew... Was it buttermilk chicken?
1: No. Ugh, it was. A, making the wrong choice. But she... Was ate, it Jack's fries? No. <laughs> was it Brian's ranch? <laughs>
2: <laughs> she liked it because she knew if she ate this meal, she wouldn't be hungry by dinner time. Right. She liked knowing that she would come in and have this amount of work and <sighs> have it finished by yeah. this amount of time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. they like, rescheduled. There's yeah, people like that. It's there. like, you know, I just picture the thing where the dude's... Flipping a paper, stamping it, yeah. flipping a paper. Stamping right, it. and it's all day they do that, or like. And it's the yes. old,
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Right, this flipping yeah. this will take me an hour and forty-seven minutes, right. and Twenty-three yeah. seconds, and yeah.
2: then like, I'll
3: be done. Like, do you ever like one like, office, office, office space? One day, do like, like, you? Right. So, what do you do here? Right. Uh, well, you know, you mostly you I just like zone out for like three <laughs> right. hours and just stare at the wall. But yeah, there's a lot of people that are very secure in knowing precisely what they do and, and there's nothing wrong with that. We are not those people. No, it, there Just, is something wrong with it. I don't have an HR department for a reason, but ladies are the lining
0: department. up now. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
1: I'm married. All right. I'm going to tie this back to Charlotte. So a lot of Charlotte entrepreneurs are of the same mindset, right? We have bank of America. We have Wells Fargo, we have huh. all these other options, the small business owners and the entrepreneurs that we have and that we interact with. They are of the same mindset. They have been through similar things. They talk about similar things. They have left for similar things. And I love that about
3: Charlotte.
2: Yeah, but I think you have to have that mentality to
3: move yeah. that way. Agreed. There are so many people. Agreed. I mean, I was shocked uh, that the Jewish community in Los Angeles was so entrepreneurial and it was so much business owners. And when I moved here, the Jewish community in, in Charlotte was so was working for banks. It was shocking to me. Well, we it's we, we Brian, didn't really Brian. cover
1: Brian. <laughs> We very briefly did. And by we, I mean, Brian very briefly covered him. But, all right, Brian, close, well, us, I, out. close us out here. Yeah, hey,
0: I, I'll just say basically, I mean, we, we all kind of had experiences and stuff that we kind of went through to get to this point. I mean, they're not a lot different. They just may have different names and and logos and things like that. But in the end, when you kind of get to it, like, I wasn't any different than anybody else. It was just maybe my experience was a certain amount of time. I was in companies that I actually liked and they did a lot to develop their people. And so when I was, I, I wanted Charlotte and that was kind of my point. I didn't want Ohio again right. anymore.
3: No one knows. So when I made
0: that decision and, and, and kind of was gonna move forward, the small business side made sense to me because in the end, I'm trying to do something professionally that Ultimately, I got trained to do corporately, mm-hmm. and how can I use those skills yeah. in a smaller business environment? You say you have skills. What's that? You say you have a it's specific set of skills. I do, <laughs> but corporately, yeah. But when you get down to it, it's like, yeah, it's not the same. But like because you've seen it work at a large scale, right. if you can translate that to a smaller scale, you add value because like right. people at the smaller level, like small business level, they don't have the opportunity to get access to stuff that. People pay $100,000 to consultants at the Fortune 500 level four. Right. So if you can find that way to bridge it, then you have an opportunity to create a business that you both love, fit your lifestyle that you want, in the area you want to do it, and still continue to add value.
1: And that's a lot of things, bringing corporate skills to small businesses, which right. is huge. Yeah, it's yeah.
0: the same
3: thing with, like, real estate. I mean, I, I represented Netflix, but I learned a lot of, you know, in Shell Oil and Zappos. It was satisfying to, like, pull off something that I didn't think I could pull off, but it, it wasn't, like, as impactful as when I talked to a mid-sized company. Like, yeah. I'm probably so making people's dreams well, come true. Yeah, out. and right. that, that, for that's people. 100%
0: yeah. the same thing. I mean, we all probably feel this in one way or another is, like, what you do to a small for for a small business or do for a small business like that has such a magnified impact Mm. right and if it gets them past a hurdle that they may not have gotten past on their own or provides them with a way to do something that they didn't have before like you might have just taken the lid off of their whole life like it their, their ceiling just went away
3: as someone who's limited in your capabilities you know how important it is to be able to outsource that right to to good people um, yep. because we're all dealing with limitations. Like at Lowe's, you've got endless resources.
0: But. Right. Well, I mean, in, in kind of concluding for this episode, I mean, I think it's, we've kind of resisted a little bit, maybe getting deeper into our own business lives and, and some of those things. And, and maybe it's the right time to, to jump back in. But, you know, I think the one thing that people connect with is if you do something with a purpose and it's your purpose, then mm. you're going to feel a lot better about it. Yep. That is a great... And, and I mean great i love that we got a chance to share a little bit about like why we do what we do we didn't maybe like try to you know hey hit that link below to buy you know but like you know we're glad our audience has been with us at this point and you know you got a little inside the you got under the hood a little bit i guess
3: yeah and tomorrow and thank you for listening
0: yeah <laughs> so we all care. right yeah and go, go ahead and take everyone. us out brain and thank you thank you very much everyone <laughs> start this way, open
2: up the fridge and have a tall boy, yeah, let me